Parents Podcast, episode 053. Your seat to chat about life, family, and of course, Humphrey's McGee. I'm Sarah Jehemiak, podcast host, writer, mom of three, wife, and total Humphrey. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the show. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured my complete recap of everything Umphreys was up to at Summer Camp Music Festival this past Memorial Day weekend. If you've not given that a listen, there is a link in the show notes where you can check that out. There is also a link to the photos that I took over the weekend, as well as a link to my blog post all about my experience with taking my four-year-old son, Brendan, to his very first music festival. And before we get into the meat of this week's show, I did want to announce that I have teamed up with Swift Charge. And if you were at summer camp, perhaps you saw their booths or maybe you used their service. And I've also mentioned that I used their service during the festival in last week's episode. It was so nice to not have to worry about my phone dying over the weekend while I was working on my complete recap and, of course, doing the interviews. Swift Charge, if you don't know, is a company that provides these little batteries that suction cup to the back of your phone and plug right in there and charge your phone while you're at the show and you don't have to worry about anything dying. Swift Charge will be providing portable charging, yes, that includes for your vape pen too, at live music festivals throughout the summer. I know they will be at Electric Forest at the end of June, and they have other festivals listed on their website as well. There is a link in the show notes where you can find their website, and if you use promo code Sarah, S-A-R-A, At checkout, when you pre-order a charger for your next festival, you will receive $10 off. That's promo code Sarah, S-A-R-A, at checkout, and you'll receive $10 off your pre-order, and it's totally worth it. I suggest you try them. If you haven't, it's such a relief to not have your phone or your vape pen die while you're at the festival, so definitely check them out. I can't believe I almost forgot to mention that Umphreys announced a Chicago date for this summer. August 10th, they will be playing at a new outdoor space called the Lakefront Green. According to the Umphreys website, it is at the north end of Lincoln Park. And as I mentioned before, it is a new venue, so that's exciting. There are special guests still to be announced in addition to food and beverage options for the evening. Umphreys will be offering a limited amount of discounted tickets for $39.50 through the UM ticketing presale Wednesday, June 12th. And of course, UM VIP will be hooking you up if you so choose to go that route. They're offering private bathrooms, a private cash bar, preferred viewing of the stage, early entry, a poster, exclusive merch, and other stuff. Seriously, I've said it before, and I will say it again. Every single time we've gone VIP, it's been worth it. So if you've never done it, I suggest you try it at least once because I think it's totally worth it. Those are on sale June 12th as well. So if you are listening to this episode the day it's released, 
Tuesday, June 11th. The pre-sale will be tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time with a general public on sale Friday, June 14th at 11 a.m. Central Time. Also should be mentioned on the Umphreys announcement of this show, this will be the band's only Chicago show in 2019. So if you are wanting to see them in Chicago or live close by or whatever, you're going to want to get tickets to this. All the links you need to find out more about this show can be found in the show notes. All right, let's get to it. This week's show will feature the band's recent stop at the Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama on Thursday, May 30th, the Backwoods Music Festival in Ozark, Arkansas on Friday, May 30th, at the Cathead Distillery in Jackson, Mississippi on Saturday, June 1st, as well as the Ryan and Brendan show on June 6th in the Isle of Palms in South Carolina. So the first stop, Thursday, May 30th, the band played at the Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. The band has played at this venue a total of four times, including this recent stop. They first played at the Brewing Company on September 10th, 2015. This show opens with In the Black, which has seen the opening spot only one other time, April 22nd, 2016 at Stubbs in Austin, Texas. Turn and Dub next, and fun fact, they have played that 51 times, including this one here, while they have played Turn and Run a total of 64 times. I love both of those. Personally, it's hard for me to choose one over the other. I'm going to say Turn and Dub, though, because I do like the way Chris does the backing vocals in that. This one heads out on its adventure slightly after two minutes, kind of petering out a few minutes later, building its pieces all back together and breaking through back into the song, adventuring out again slightly before eight and a half, and everything about this jam from this point through to the end is, I think, one of the highlights from the evening, Um, continuing to build up and up on top of itself before it drops right down, starting to level out and moves itself into Mantis with a very fun adventure about five and a half in. And I'm not finding anything mentioned on all things Umphreys about this little jam. And as in like mentioning what it is, but it does sound very familiar to me. And, and if you know, if you're listening to this and you know, please reach out and let me know. Cause honestly, it was like bugging me. I was going back through like other, uh, jams that I thought maybe it was, and it wasn't. Um, so please, if it's like a tease of another song or something, reach out and let me know. Cause I really, I really want to know. <laughs> um, second self next followed by similar skin that starts to settle in slightly before three minutes, heading out on a sort of mysterious adventure that really opens up only about a minute later, soldiering on full of purpose and authority, spreading way open for a little bit, and then stomping right back into similar skin. Got your milk right here, coming out next, That has been seeing a lot of play in 2019 
three times so far, including this one here. We have not seen that much milk since 2014, seeing three plays that year, five plays in 2013, and a whopping eight times in 2012. The way they took this one for a spin, I have a feeling that we may be seeing a little bit more milk in 2019. I hope so, because I love that song. And they romantically move it into the ending of Mantis to close out the first set. Set two opens with All in Time, getting to it slightly before three and a half and venturing on for quite a while, taking a little bit before eight minutes to catch its breath, but jumping right back into it. Stasic making it all sorts of bouncy underneath the jam as it continues on. Switching directions a few minutes later, getting a little grimier before stumbling into Hangover. And Joel in this jam from slightly after three minutes until slightly before four and a half. Just absolutely nasty. Stasic laying it down for a minute and then this train moving into a cover of the Jimi Hendrix song, Who Knows?, this one was a bust out, last played 345 shows ago on August 14th, 2015 at the Ravinia. That one was incomplete, however. I was at that show. Um, I actually mentioned it in the last episode. This is the show where my son, Brendan, met his namesake. It was such an awesome time, and the show was so good. Uh, Rhiannon cover... By Fleetwood Mac, a debut of the Talking Heads cover Once in a Lifetime with the Chicago Mass Choir, Wife Soup also with the choir, Lean on Me at the end with Jen Hartswick and the choir. That shit was so powerful. I'm actually will link that show in the show notes because you need to listen to that Ravinia show if you haven't. It was just goosebumps throughout the entire thing. Just absolutely amazing. Anyway, they take that cover and move it back into Hangover. Hurt Birdbath getting very tipsy, sort of creepy circus vibe to it for a minute before it gets some balls and powers through, settling for a little bit, getting a little spacey before slowly building the intensity back into the song, bursting right back into it. I absolutely love the ending of Hurt Birdbath. Every single thing about it. Every single part of the ending of that. And you should listen to this one. This one is just, there's a, a lot of power in that one. So definitely give this one a listen. Conduit next that opens way up and soars out for a little bit before boomeranging to slam back into the tune. Upward next, followed by a cover of the Who song, Eminence Front. And... I'm going to own this. I am so obsessed with this this cover, this version specifically. I have no idea why either. I am not a Who fan, like, at all. I mean, I, I appreciate um, their music and, you know, their, their place in music history. I appreciate that. I have some family members that are huge Who fans, so... I understand, I, I respect it, but I'm not a Who fan, so it's surprising that I'm so in love with this cover, but 
I it's just such a great cover for them and I mean the the way that Jake plays it and the way that he sings it maybe that's it I don't know but it's so good I've listened to it probably like 10 times it's just the perfect like sunny day windows down going for a drive music up kind of tune it's so good and if you haven't listened to it I definitely suggest that you do because it's good (laughs) They have taken that one for a spin a total of 26 times, including this one here. The one previous to this was August 30th, 2018 at the Joy Theater in New Orleans. And they dramatically move into the bold and always perfect set ending second half of All in Time to close out that second set. And Encore was Remind Me with a very sexy jam inside of it about three minutes in that changes its mind slightly before five and a half and starts to get aggressive, almost like suddenly remembering some deep resentment that it had. Um, Jake sounds very, very muddy here and then just straight up shreds before moving into the sex metal part of the song. This tune is just great anywhere they place it opening a show middle closing it like here it doesn't matter okay backwoods music festival in ozark arkansas on mulberry mountain on friday may 31st the band has played on mulberry mountain a total of 14 times including this appearance here however in the past their appearance was at wakarusa festival playing two nights the last time they were on the mountain back in 2015. And when they first played on Mulberry Mountain on September 13th, 2008, it was called the Harvest Music Festival. This show opens with The Silent Type, followed by Attachments, and that one does feature the extended adventure after the song, heading out on a really interesting jungle-sounding adventure almost after it comes down, and Andy really leading the path on the start of this, slightly before seven and a half, kind of meandering along for a little bit before it fully collects itself and decides its direction. It dances along for a while, starting to boomerang back home slightly before 14 and a half, but decides to instead venture way out, bursting way open, and then pivoting and cooling to slink into the floor. And while I do enjoy this jam in attachments and the direction it heads in the second half of it, I feel that this attachments adventure is not like the powerhouses that we've seen in the past. Still great, though. Not shitting on it at all. Still great. Um, That song would be the longest one of this, uh, you know, longer set. The floors I mentioned coming up next, followed by It Doesn't Matter, getting really deep and grimy with its jam about seven minutes in, continuing on full of confidence, authority, and some sensualness coming all together and spilling back into it doesn't matter 
a nice nothing too fancy sandwich next with a cover of I Ran by Flock of Seagulls nestled inside. They have covered that song a total of 45 times, including this one here. We last saw it October 14th of last year at the Capitol Theater in Port Chester, New York. Heading boldly back into Nothing Too Fancy, Half Delayed and Day Nurse rounding out the set, and an encore of 1348 to close out the evening at Backwoods Festival. That brings us to Saturday, June 1st. The band played at the Cathead Jam Festival at the Cathead Distillery specifically in Jackson, Mississippi. This is the first time that the band has played at the distillery and the first time that they have played in Jackson, Mississippi. So very exciting for everyone, no doubt. This show opens with Plunger that really gets settled into its jam slightly before eight and a half in, soaring into a different direction a few minutes later, beginning to open up and expose this beautiful, full of light jam that soars out, comes back gently, and then sets off to open and explore again, showing how wide it can spread its wings before slamming back down rotating for a little bit, and then moving into Push the Pig. I am really loving this jam, specifically from slightly after seven minutes until the ending of the song. I love the anticipation as the jam begins to build higher and higher, just soldiering on and stomping so full of itself back into Push the Pig. August next, dropping into improv early on, beginning by gearing itself up before coming full out, but continuing to keep this anticipation building underneath it. And I want to shout out Joel from slightly before six and a half to slightly over eight minutes as he begins to move this more toward that anticipation that has been building up underneath the entire time. And it just explodes into this massive, massive monster that stomps back into August. Bayless seductively going into his solo that will burst right open and carry this train beautifully to the end of the song. A very powerful mulches sandwich next with a very delicious wappy set right in the middle of it. This one heads out on a really fun adventure beginning about four minutes really getting its legs a few minutes later and I can just imagine Joel in my mind when I was listening to this specifically from about five and a half in to when it really gains its maturity about three minutes later just during that whole thing I'm just like visualizing Joel playing and it's funny that I can you know picture the faces that they're making like during a different uh part of a jam and stuff it's it's very funny to me um, it cools down in intensity, but it doesn't slow down and moves it back into Wappy and taking that intense energy at the end of Wappy and transferring it right into the ending of Mulches. I love how they sandwich that Wappy in between those Mulches. It's very good. Definitely listen to that one. A cover of Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band next with Paul and Anders from Green Sky Bluegrass, 
who also played at Cathead Jam. They have covered that one a total of 17 times, including this one here. Last one was last January 14th at the Park West in Chicago. The bottom half next, dedicated to the guy who is the namesake for the band, Bayless's distance distant cousin Humphrey McGee was in attendance that evening. He is a lawyer, as Bayless mentions before the song, and I actually found an article um, about him that I thought was very interesting. I did post it um, in some of the Facebook groups. If you're on Facebook, I did put it on Twitter. Um, if not, I'm going to link it in the show notes. Um, very interesting read. Definitely look over it. Um, it. gives you some history of how they got their name, if you don't know. And there's also some interesting tidbits about how the song, The Bottom Half, got its name as well. So if you don't know either one of those fun facts, definitely give it a read. It's in the show notes um, if you'd like to. And that bottom half will close out the set. An encore getting things started with Den Cut the Cable Next that has this real rawness to the beginning of it and a very sexy and adventurous booth love to close out the evening in Jackson, Mississippi. Finally, Ryan and Brendan played the quote-unquote basic show on June 6th at the Windjammer in the Isle of Palms in South Carolina. The evening threatened to be moved indoors because of possible rain, but it did turn out to be a nice night weather-wise. The set looks pretty unbelievable, Puppet string, no comment, two by two, Hubert, Dock of the Bay, August, cut the cable, coming in from the cold by Bob Marley, in the kitchen, upward, uncommon, freedom of 76 by Ween, FF, escape by Rupert Holmes, Nemo, Susanna, Kilbasa sausage by Tenacious D, you and you alone, all night long by Lionel Richie, front porch, resolution, Elderly Woman Behind the Counter in a Small Town by Pearl Jam, with an encore of Santeria by Sublime, Two Dips, Hanging Chads, Haji Into Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve, Back Into Haji, Back Into Bittersweet Symphony, and then Into the Ending of Puppet String to close out the evening. I will link the set list that I found and posted on Twitter I know that there are some videos from the evening floating around in the Raptors or whatever it's called group on Facebook if you're in there. Um, as of the recording of this episode, there was no videos or tapings that I found, um, but if they pop up, they'll definitely be in the show notes. Everything I saw seemed like it was just an absolutely fun time. Hopefully, they will do some more of these because I really would love to check one of these out. So, that's all I have for this week's episode of the show. Anything referenced throughout this episode can be found in the show notes, as well as the set list for the shows discussed and where you can give them a listen. If you have any questions or comments about anything talked about in this show or any other episode, please feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you guys, so please don't hesitate to contact the show. How you can do that is in the show notes as well. And thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Much obliged. <laughs>